When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know, we are chomping at the bit today as we are going to delve into this State of the Union speech last night given by Joseph R. Biden. I did not watch the rebuttal. Um, There's a couple of reasons for that, but I just I didn't see that. So I want to share my thoughts and maybe give our own form of a rebuttal here as we watched. I mean, honestly, and I don't know if you watched it or not. I mean, you're safe, by the way, tuning into this program, having not watched it for me to give you a very, very comprehensive and accurate summary of what happened during this speech last night. So if you don't want to I should have said this before, right? I mean, I should should have reminded you that you can trust me to do this. This is what I do, folks. I love to share with you um, this stuff. But, of course, many of you watched this and had, I would say, varying responses. But they're all, for the vast majority of you listening to me, were were negative, just negative in different different ways and in different degrees. Um, But I want to summarize what I kind of think that the high points were. Now, a lot of times I'll have sound bites. I decided today because that that sometimes can uh what do I want to say? be uh, just an extra um I don't know. I don't want to say distraction because it's good to hear it directly. So I'm going to I'm going to summarize what he said. You can I mean, I'm I'm not going to mislead you as to what he said. I just sometimes it's 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 harder to to flow from. There, there's so many things that I want to get to, and it's hard to to flow back and forth between them. So, 
I don't, I'm not going to play any sound bites. Although there is a sound bite from Kamala, time permitting, I want to share with you. It's very astute and very um, helpful in our understanding of what's happening in Ukraine. And I've listened to it several times, and I'm still not sure I grasp the brilliance. Um, I'm going to have to have her explain it to me again. So that one we might get to. But let me tell you what happened last night, State of the Union Address. Again, March 1st, right? That's the first thing we should remember. Actually, there's a couple things we should remember in the setup um, regarding you know this this whole speech and this shenanigan. It was a performance last night. It's always a performance for the radical left. In fact, that's why I affectionately refer to... Now, I don't mean this with all rank-and-file Democrats. I never do. In fact, if you're a rank-and-file Democrat, I want to... I think you and I probably agree on a whole lot more than, than you realize. But if you're a politician, if you're someone who's a radical leftist, if you're someone who's trying to put on a performance, engage in political theater, very, very bad political theater. Uh, I have a term that, that we use on here called dramacrats. I think it's spot-on accurate. I like it. It's memorable. And that's what we saw last night were the dramacrats in, in action. 100% what we saw last night. So a couple of things I want to talk about before before the speech, right? Remember a couple of things. Number one, number one, do you remember, I talked about this earlier in the week, when Biden, the Biden administration put out a request for the National Guard to come to Washington, D.C., right? And Governor DeSantis tweeted out, I don't remember which day I talked about this. It could have been yesterday. It was either Monday or yesterday. Uh, DeSantis tweeted out and said, we're not sending our National Guard to the Capitol. This, I mean, there's basically the re- the reason and the rationale is it's it's silly, it's 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 sophistry, it's make-believe, it's political drama, it's dramacrats being dramacrats. He didn't say all that, but he did say all that. I mean, that's that's really the, the point. And I said on there that the National Guard is not needed in the nation's capital, when Biden is speaking about the State of the Union. Although he really didn't, he didn't even talk, say the word State of the Union until the very end, which he concluded with some remarks that I think are quite interesting and telling. But the first thing I want to tell you is, is that before the speech, I got an alert from the New York Times, right? The New York Times, they send out, they send out these alerts And the alert was the National Guard wasn't really necessary. (laughs) Who who could have predicted that? The National Guard, in fact, the headline was the National Guard is prepared, but so far the protests haven't materialized. That was the headline. In fact, if I can open the stinking link here, um, the, the article talked about how the... Department of Homeland Security was on, I think they used some really peculiar phrase like First Amendment watch or something really strange. But the again, the damage the damage or the, the performance was already over. They already got their headline. They already set the stage 
and, and played this game, which was, man, it's so dangerous. These Republicans, they're going to get someone killed. Got to get the National Guard in there to keep them from trying to do another January 6th. That was the unspoken setup to this whole this whole speech. And then, lo and behold, the New York Times is surprised. Wow, there's no reason to have the... Here it is. The National Guard was prepared, but the large-scale protests didn't materialize. The extra National Guard soldiers called to help law enforcement provide security in downtown Washington in advance of President Biden's State of the Union address on Tuesday were prepared... But the authorities said there hadn't been any big protests so far. Well, what do you know? What do you know? There wasn't, again, fake news, totally fabricated, Dramacrats being Dramacrats. This is political theater. It's what you do when you've got nothing. You've got nothing to brag about as far as your role in leading America forward. This is what you do. Here it is. (laughs) And here's the comment. We're not tracking any noteworthy or significant First Amendment activity in the district today. Now, I suppose you could hear that and say, well, Todd, what that means is someone exercising their First Amendment right to you know, protest um, the government for a redress of grievances or to assemble peaceably and to engage in free speech. Okay, it's just a weird way um, for me to hear to. to to hear it phrased, they're not tracking any noteworthy or significant First Amendment activity. I mean, that's just a bizarre way of looking at it. Like, if someone's going to exercise their First Amendment rights, let's get the Department of Homeland Security on it. What is this? So he goes on to say, this was Christopher Rodriguez, who's director of the district's Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency. He continued by saying there were a number of groups that aspired to do that today, but we just haven't seen it manifest. So Again, there's like these conflicting narratives. You'll see the same thing with the trucker convoy. By the way, trucker convoy headed through Indianapolis. In fact, um, stopping in my in my neck of the woods, we're not there, uh, but they stopped at uh, in Monrovia, which is which is home for us, and that's where they're going to be today. And uh, well, they were there yesterday and to, uh, today, I believe, is what I saw. Anyway. But if you read articles, right, there, there's two things. There, it's like two conflicting narratives. The one narrative is there are so many crazy, fill in the blank, truckers or so many crazy Trump supporters or whatever that we have to call the National Guard in. Trudeau in Canada had to take similar actions, declaring an emergency. There's just, we don't know what these folks are going to do. But then on the other hand, they act as though they're, they can't even, these folks that they're, making up that they're afraid of um, can't even get enough people together to warrant the National Guard being there. So that's the first thing I thought was important to point out. That whole shenanigan is exactly um, what we talked about on here. Complete, complete made-up nonsense. And they announced that before, but they did it quietly after they already got their their points, their points for making it look like there was going to be some sort of an insurrection 2.0. Much like Biden wanted the headline that said, Biden ends war in Afghanistan. Who gives a heck about the thousands of people? And I do. I don't mean that. These are, But, but I mean, that's, that's really the subtext there. He doesn't care about the people he left behind. He wants the headline, right? 
Same thing here. If they can get the headline that says, man, this is dangerous. We've got to come together and stop the Republicans. We've got to tell Facebook to not let people put out a, tro- a pro-Trump message. It's understandable why Trump's banned from Facebook and Twitter. I mean, this is what we have to do. These, We have to send the National Guard to the nation's capital, but except they really don't. First and foremost, I think that's important to point out. So let's get to the context of the speech itself, which, of course... Um, was awful. In fact, I'm going to tell you something. I, I don't have any insider information here. You know, sometimes people will uh, share some things with me that help me to understand things in context as I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, but I don't have this with this. I have, I have here, I have a, I know that this happened. Because I watched, I've watched these things for my whole life. Well, past I don't know, early early teen years or whatever. So I'm telling you, and you know this if you watch these, that there was a meeting, as there always is. Democrat caucus meets before this this silly Biden speech, and the first thing, the most important thing that they wanted that caucus to do was to make this feel like, you know, what just popped into my head, I didn't think about this until right now, is like a WWE event. They want the crowd, which of course is the Democrat caucus here, they want them amped up like they got their chest painted at a hockey game or a football game. They want a raucous crowd. And it was obviously ginned up way beyond reality. You could hear it and feel it. It was fake. And the reason, I'm telling you, they had to fake this enthusiasm. It was not real. Nothing we saw last night was real. Of all of the speeches I've ever heard, you know, there's a lot of times I hear things and I'll I'll say, look, I don't agree with that. That's bad. That's dangerous. And there's certainly things in this speech that are like this. And there's always the uh, the factor that says it has to... You know, we have to have this sort of uh, visual. Remember the year they, all the Democrat uh, women wore white. There, there's these symbolic gestures and all this different stuff happening. And I'm not saying that there's never a place for that. Don't misunderstand. But what I'm telling you is they knew. They probably read the speech beforehand, and they thought, folks, we can't even, there's nothing. There is nothing literally to cheer about. So to combat that, to, to combat that, we are going to go so far in the other direction. We are going to make it sound like Joseph R. Biden is stinking kiss or something coming on stage. We we are going to make it sound like we want him to crowd surf. We are going to make it sound like this guy just won the Super Bowl. Get the Gatorade bucket ready to dump on this guy's head. That is how they made it feel. But it was not real. It was incredibly bad and very, very, very transparent dramacrats. In fact, the other thing, and this is at the, you know, we're kind of using bookends here. That happened at the beginning of the speech and throughout the speech. But at the end of the speech, you know, normally early on, the president will say something like, I'm here to report to Congress the State of the Union and the State of the Union is great or whatever they say. Right? And everybody's clapping. Yeah, USA, all that stuff. What happened last night was a little bit different. We get to the end of the speech. The end of the speech. And Biden, I'm going to paraphrase because, again, I'm not playing. I had to listen to this thing once. I'm not doing it again. 
So I'm not playing any stupid sound bites. But he said this. He said the state of the union is strong because Americans are strong. Now, that sounds good. And in one way, I can wholeheartedly agree with that. Hang in there with me because I don't agree with how he's trying to slip this by. But this has always been the case. 100% of the time, always been the case. State of the Union is strong when Americans are strong. But that's not what the President of the United States is supposed to report back to Congress. The President of the United States is is supposed to support or report on the State of the Union in regards to how government is effectively managing things. How things that government has its, its hands in, its influence in, are happening both in this country and abroad insofar as their American interests and so forth. Not on whether the American people are strong. That's always the case. 100% of the time. Always the case. So my takeaway here, to go along with the first takeaway, which is they they had a meeting to say, hey, everybody drink your energy drinks. Make sure Nancy's not dozing off over there behind Biden as he's giving this speech. Make sure Kamala's not doing her cackle or whatever. Let's make sure that we all just make this feel like a... (laughs) I mean, I, when your favorite UFC fighter comes into the octagon, we we need this to feel like a, you know, uh, a, a concert. A, a, you know, when your team is announced at the Super Bowl, whatever. That's what they want this to feel like. So the takeaway on the front side is they overdramatize this to make up for the complete lack of anything substantive and actually real and legitimate within this speech. But on top of that, on top of that, By waiting until the end to say this and saying the State of the Union is strong because Americans are strong, it proves, it demonstrates that no one in the Biden administration writing that speech, no one in the Biden administration writing that State of the Union address was confident enough to be able to clearly and concisely and directly say to the American people, your country's in good hands. Your country is doing well. Instead... They try to conflate things by saying the State of the Union is strong because Americans are strong. As I said, that's always been the case. Americans are strong in spite, many times, our idiot, inept, out-of-control, power-hungry government. Right? That's always been the case. But the president is supposed to specifically give a report on the things that he is basically responsible for or that are going on with our country. And in that regard, my friends... We know what we've got. We've got an unmitigated dumpster fire, and I have to take a break. Sit tight, my friends. Lots more to say. Be back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, 
Visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friends. I've got so much to say about this thing last night. By the way, program brought to you in part by our friends at Freegee Auctioneers, freegeeauctioneers.com, F-R-E-I-J-E auctioneers with an s.com you can go to that website and see some of their upcoming auctions when they have a lot in fact they've got some that are online that are closing soon they've got their upcoming big boy toy auction later next month lots of auctions between now and then check it out freegeauctioneers.com be sure to tell them you heard about them on this program so something else i observed yesterday I noticed, I noticed that Clarence Thomas, so the Supreme Court, right? So there's, they don't all go to the State of the Union address. Um, and I think it's five that go. It might vary from year to year, but they're not always all there, or they're never all there. Sometimes, you know, different justices are there. But Thomas, Clarence Thomas, who is a fantastic justice, Samuel Alito, who I think is a fantastic justice, and Neil Gorsuch, who has the potential to be a good, solid um, originalist, although I don't think as solid as the other two, but that's I, in a lot of ways left to be determined. But be that as it may, none of those three were in attendance. Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, Ju- Chief Justice John Roberts, um, Breyer, who's retiring, and then I think it was Sonia Sotomayor. I'm not 100% sure now that I say that, but I think it was her. Um, those were the five. So Thomas, Alito, and Gorsuch were not there, and I'm I'm telling you, something to the equivalent of a paper-rock-scissors game was played by these justices, and I think those three justices won the game, and they told Amy Coney Barrett, and they told Brett Kavanaugh, hey, you got to go. We're staying home. Good luck. And I, you know... You can go watch the State of the Dumpster Fire speech yourselves. We're going to go kick back, relax, and enjoy a nice evening of something that's not uh, political nonsense. So something else that struck me as odd, and I was telling Oz this before the break, and I don't know exactly the best way to say this. You know, some, sometimes I try to work this out in my, in my head to think, what's the best way to communicate this? So... The first part of the speech was all about Ukraine, which Ukraine needed to be discussed, right? But here's here's my my thing. Here's my thing. For one, 
This speech was written a long time ago. Now, I don't mean to imply that they knew that this was going to happen. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying that the speech has been in work, you know, working, being, being worked out for a long time. Um, and, of course, they don't finalize the speech until, well, with Biden, you probably have to finalize it a little bit sooner because he's got to practice a lot, right? We're talking about practice, as Alan Iverson would say. Biden has to practice a lot to get him up there, and he, I mean, he's fumbled a couple times, but, folks, that happens when anybody speaks. That even happens from time to time. When I speak behind this microphone, it's just, it happens. Nothing dramatically bad that I, that jumps out at me at the moment, but a couple of, a couple of moments where you could tell he was struggling, I, but nothing, nothing like some of the things we've, we've seen in the past. But as it pertains to Ukraine, again, it should have been in the speech. It's important. Um, I don't mean to say any of that. I don't want anyone to misunderstand that. I just, I find it odd. You know, this war started, this invasion happened days ago, right? I mean, about a week ago or something, roughly, that time frame. So hours. We can still measure this theoretically in hours. And that doesn't mean that, it's, again, I don't want to be taken out of context. It's it's a terrible thing, what's happening over there. It's evil. It's awful. It's wicked. All that. So I'm not minimizing any of that. I'm just talking about from the United States president, you know, president of the United States, State of the Union address. It just seems odd to me that, that was positioned as some sort of a success. Uh, folks, it is way too early to declare any sort of success at anything at this point as it pertains to Ukraine and Russia. I mean, there's still a lot of things. We don't have a lot of information. I don't, I don't know if, if most, Amer- most Americans have a grasp. I watched I, I watched a video. One of the best things I've seen, I might share it. Maybe I should share it on, on social media. But one of the best presentations I've seen regarding the background, historical background that goes back to the ninth century on Ukraine and Russia to kind of give some a little bit of frame of reference, right? And, and so to, to get to the point where we're talking about almost in some sort of almost like they're holding this up as as an example of the great things Biden has done. I just, I don't understand if, if on what grounds. Because it seems odd to me to think it's some sort of an accomplishment to simply get other countries around the world to agree with us that Russia should be condemned for invading Ukraine. I mean, how how is that an accomplishment? How is it an accomplishment to get other countries around the world to say, yeah, it's not a good thing for Russia to have invaded Ukraine. And we're going to sanction them in some, some way. Like how how is this some sort of a major accomplishment? They're still they're in they've invaded. These lives are being taken, destroyed, grave and serious harm is being uh, you know perpetrated upon the Ukrainian people. I don't understand in what universe is this an accomplishment. And I don't even mean that as a criticism at this point. I'm not saying I'm saying it's too early to say it's it's even a failure. I mean, I think it's it's important to point out that this invasion happened on Biden's watch and we were told it was going to happen on 
something bad was going to happen on Trump's watch, not Biden. So that's that's of course a real point to me. But I'm not here to say that this is you know some sort of a it's it's over failure sort of thing. It may, I don't know where this ends up. I mean, I'm still processing a lot of a lot of this, and you know, trying to deal with the fact that we have you know, some some dishonest people in, in politics and the media that are uh, giving us information. But I mean, we can certainly say Russia invading Ukraine is is bad, and that Putin's a bad guy. I I don't have any qualms saying that. Um, but to act like we understand all this and that you know we have all the answers because Biden gave a speech is craziness to me. It just really and truthfully is. Um, and I think this is only an accomplishment in the minds of people who are interested uh, solely or purely in symbolism or words or virtue signaling. I mean, I think we should save the celebration for when we stop it. That's what I that's what I think. I think we should stop or we should actually have the celebration when when people are not oppressed by their governments or by an invading army from another government. That's what I think. Right? I don't I don't think it's some great accomplishment to say, well, look at this. The nations around the world are standing arm in arm with us to say, Russia, that's not good. I mean, on the one hand, I mean that's it's good that people do that. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I just don't know how this is an accomplishment. I just, I don't. I really don't. Again, they act as, I mean, would, would they want you to think that Trump would be out there uh, condemning Ukraine or something and praising Putin and trying to get an alliance to support him or something, which of course is stupid nonsense. But that's still, that's still out there. And it's, by the way, the reason I say American weakness is provocative. American weakness is provocative because... Words and symbolism and virtue signaling and getting people to, to shake their finger at Putin while he's actively launching a war is not anywhere near to my definition of, of some sort of a major accomplishment. Maybe it is to the left. Maybe it is in the world where people speak government and so forth. But in reality, for those of us who are firmly rooted in the, uh, grounded and rooted in the real world. That's not that's not any accomplishment. The accomplishment comes when the objective is is met or we're moving towards the objective. Anyway, I just found that interesting. I to to, to lead with that as some sort of an accomplishment is just way outside the realm of the way I look at the universe. So, time out is in order, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. 
The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friends. I've just got a couple more observations here. I do want to get to this brilliant insight from Kamala Harris on explaining the intricate details of the Ukraine invasion. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to be, your world is about to be changed for the better when we get to this. All thanks to Kamala Harris. But a couple of other observations. First of all, there were many, many points in that speech last night that I had flashbacks to Biden saying, stand up, Chuck. For those of you, I don't have the soundbite cued, but you you remember, he would tell people to stand up during, as this is a common, by the way, to State of the Union, this person stand up and we recognize you and we clap and all that stuff. And that's fine. I'm not criticizing that. But every time he say stand up, whoever, it just reminded me the time of stand up, Chuck, when he told the guy who was, uh, I mean confined to a wheelchair to stand up. And Biden, of course, finally realizes this. This is years ago. This was back, I think, 2008 time frame. What am I talking about? Let's stand up for Chuck is what he said. But there were many moments that I had that that gaffe. That was actually actually a gaffe uh, pop in my head. Biden wants you to think inflation's not his fault. In fact, he's fighting inflation. And you want to know how he's doing that? Very simple. All the stuff that he thinks costs too much, he's just going to tell us it should cost less. And that, that got a lot of applause. You think, whatever you think's too much, we're just we're going to fight costs. He says we're not going to drive wages down, which that's good, although they effectively have through inflation. Wages, technically the number's bigger, but the um, the net or what do you want to say, the the inflation-adjusted number is, is smaller. So he's just going to arbitrarily, I guess, start telling us what things should cost and forcing manufacturers to sell it a certain way. Um, I heard at the end of the speech, in fact, in my notes, I said I didn't hear anything about the cure for cancer. He did, late in the speech, talk about curing cancer, which I thought for sure, based upon previous years, uh, previous speeches and promises. That was a year one thing. I thought curing cancer would have been something he did, I don't know, the first week at least. I mean, the way he talked about it before, when I'm president of the United States, we're going to cure cancer and everybody cheers. And folks, I look, I would love for that to be the case. I'm not against that at all. What I'm against is just, I mean, th- this, this is patronizing. Th- this is patronizing. This is not how life works, but yet 
politicians get away with, and both parties, by the way, but I would say especially the radical left. Biden also claimed to be a capitalist. He made sure that he had us you know, realize he made the statement he's a capitalist. <laughs> and what the heck? What the heck is all of this free publicity and praise for Pfizer? Biden mentioned Pfizer during the speech, and I want you to know, I want you to hear me say this. Pfizer's not a sponsor, advertiser of this program. And I'm just going to go on record as saying they're not they're not going to be, ever. I, I just, I don't understand, well, I, I think I do, but just in terms of face value, um, how, how politicians hold up certain companies as the gold standard or whatever, and then they demonize all the rest. The same people who demonize big business seem to be praising say groups like Facebook when they censor Republicans or Twitter or YouTube or whoever, or for Pfizer for saving us, I guess, from from COVID or what have you. Um, and I, I Pfizer will not ever be an advertiser. Now, that does point out something I want to share with you. I know for those of you that listen to the podcast, um, there are some ads that are triggered. Some of our advertisers come from a third-party uh, platform, and that's only in certain circumstances and, and instances. And there were some that were triggering. I don't know how to turn them off because, candidly, I don't think I even want – they're not, like, immoral or anything. But I don't think I want them on the show. So I guess there could be a way that they could be getting through the third-party podcast platform advertising network, and I have no way of even knowing um, how to – I don't know which category they fall into for where I could even silence it. Anyway, but you don't have to worry about – have to worry about us partnering, as you've seen. I have a friend of mine who's who's made it known to me lately just how much Pfizer's everywhere. They they sponsor Fox and CNN, all these shows brought to you by Pfizer. Good morning. I don't know if it's Good Morning America, what programs it is, but that that they sponsor. But you're not going to have to worry about that with us. It's one of the beauties, I think, of of this platform of talk radio. We deal with small businesses, and we're not beholden. We're not. You're not going to have to worry about us being under pressure to not talk about something because we got a big sponsor that says, now you better not say anything bad about the vaccine or whatever. Just wanted to point that out too because it came up in last night's speech. Quick time out, my friends. Listening to the Todd Huff Show, home of conservative, not bitter talk, back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. 
Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friend. Just a few closing quick thoughts, and then I want to play this ingenious soundbite from Kamala. Um, Biden said he wants us to stop seeing each other as enemies, which, folks, you know that that's... <laughs> you, we can have political adversaries, and we can have people who are that we need to... <laughs> that are enemies to freedom. And that's not every that's not every Democrat. That's the radical left. That's not every that's not most Democrats. But we just but we should try to find ways. That's kind of the whole conservative not bitter thing is to find ways. We better find ways to persuade people to come accept a conservative uh, conservative worldview, cons- uh, constitutional conservatism. Um but I, I just can't take it as, as serious because, folks, they have demonized, demonized folks who simply disagree with them for a long time. I mean, from people, um, you know, the, the way they talked about people who didn't you know, want to wear masks or get vaccinated or who are Trump voters. I mean, it, it, they've straight up, Trump, the way they've talked about Trump, they've straight up demonized these people. Us, me, for a long time. And and I have to be honest, candidly, some conservatives do this as well. I don't do that. And I would like to see the political tensions relax a bit. But folks, not at the cost of abandoning principles. Not at the cost of abandoning principles. Um, and we also have to understand that we're engaged in this political battle for – it's never going to go away. It's – it's never gonna. My, my grandchildren are gonna have to fight this, this battle if this country can, hopefully, God willing, survive the threats to liberty between now and then. One more thing I want to say, then I'll take a break and play the Kamala thing, soundbite. Um, Biden on the from the platform from the stage last night said Democrats are in favor of funding the police. That's right. He said it's not fi- wise to defund the police. And this, by the way, is how they change narratives to make it look like Republicans have come up with this idea of defunding the police. They wanted to say, if you're not in favor of some massive spending bill, which includes some funding for police, you're the problem, (laughs) conservatives or Republicans. You're the ones who are really saying defund the police. When we know that that had a very specific connotation, which was basically, let's get rid of policing altogether. You remember this. I mean, there's, unless Google scrubbed it, which who knows, there are records. This, this there is a digital footprint of this stuff from crazy politicians in Minnesota, Minneapolis, uh, representatives like like AOC and others who are out there constantly um, 
promoting this this nonsense. Seattle. I mean, it's, it's the left. It's who they are. It's what they believe. But this this speech ultimately summarized the notion that they they have the reality that they have nothing to run on has come home to roost. They have been smacked across the face with that reality, and here they are trying to reframe this debate, talk about anything that may possibly somehow be turned into some sort of a positive bit of news for them and their party because it is atrocious. This is a dumpster fire. You know it. I know it. The left knows it. Democrat Party knows it. The media knows it. And it's obvious to anyone who pays any attention whatsoever. Quick time out. Play that Kamala soundbite when we get back. Sit tight. Back in a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB-approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. All right, folks, not a lot of time. I made a promise. I'm going to follow through with this promise. This is Kamala Harris. She was being interviewed on a show called The Morning Hustle uh, radio program, I believe. This is something that's been tweeted out by the GOP War Room, and that is where I'm playing this from. So I want you to hear this. You may have already heard this. This is fantastic. Here's the clip. I'm just going to let you let you hear this um, in its entirety. Here's the question, and this is her absolutely astonishingly brilliant response. Here it is. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. Okay, so Ukraine is a country in Europe. Okay. It exists next to another country called Russia. Oh. Russia is is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. So basically that's wrong. Basically 
that's that's wrong. I, I just can't get over this, folks. What what in the world is this? Is Ukraine a country, Madam Vice President? United States. So Ukraine is a country in. Okay, where is the Ukraine, Miss Madam Vice President? In Europe. It exists. Okay, where does it exist? Help me understand that. Where does it exist? What's next to it? Can you help me understand that? It's next to another country called Russia. Oh, okay. So there's a country called Russia, and there's a country called Ukraine. And one's big and one's little. You know, this sounds this sounds like a Michael, not even Michael Scott. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like Kevin from The Office. I just saw this episode the other day, and Kevin would say something like, me want pizza. Well, that's what this sounds like. Me want pizza. There's a big country. Well, here's the rest of it. We'll Russia is a bigger country. Okay. Russia is a powerful sure. country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. Okay, that's enough of that silly nonsense. I, what does it have to do with the size? The size of it is if Russia was smaller, would that have been acceptable? What is this? These. This is the vice president, or although Jill Biden referred to her, introduced her the other day as the president. Her, neither her nor Joe Biden know who the president of the United States is. Apparently. Anyway, folks, this is what we've got to contend with. And we're supposed to believe the State of the Union is strong. Give me a break. I've got to go, folks. Hang tough. See you tomorrow. SDG, take care. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com huff, that's the number 4patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now.